0: What's up everybody? Andrew Hannaiser here, CEO of True Precision Marketing and Gold Supplements down in South Florida. Man, it's a beautiful day out here today. A couple of things I want to talk about is sales, marketing, Uh, what's going on in the 21st marketplace in 2018, You know what's happening with influencers, what's happening with uh, how you drive traffic from Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, so on and so forth. So before I get into it, I just want to thank everybody for hopping on. This is the very first episode of hundreds more to come. So if you guys come across this, you find it, check it out, subscribe, hit the like button if you would, and much appreciated in the future. And what I'm going to do on my end is try to bring as much value to you guys as possible that we can with this this podcast. Okay? And what I mean by that is I'm going to bring all the new techniques that I've learned from Grant Cardone to Russell Brunson uh, to Dan Henry to Ryan Stuman, to Frank Kern to Ty Lopez to all these guys that I've been mentored by all my career right I found great mentors Uh, I've been able to find out what they do how they do it what's the ins and outs how to create not just a, a financial life but how to you know create a a, a prosperous family life and abundance, health, wealth, love, happiness, you know, the whole bit. So right now, man, uh, this is crazy. So starting out in a business, I do want to thank everybody for hopping on. Starting out in a business, uh, my little backstory for everyone to know who I am. If you don't know who I am, you're listening to this uh, today, tomorrow, in the future, it, two years down the road is um, I come from a small farm town in southern Michigan. And I was born and raised uh, as like a farmer kid, farmer kid. I played a lot of sports. Uh, I had two parents who, you know, who got divorced when I was really young. So I kind of flip flop from house to house. And, you know, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of crazy things happened between that whole concept. Graduated high school, uh, didn't play college sports, went right into working. Uh, my very first job was an apartment complex doing maintenance for those people. And grounds and uh, mowing the grass and doing wood chips and all that good stuff, picking up trash, and then I got into selling cars. Uh, my first official job, I guess, would be uh, in sales, would be car sales, and I sold cars at a at a huge dealership up in Michigan. Uh, thankfully, they brought me on. They taught me uh, things what not to do and some things to do uh, to be successful. And then I just wasn't fulfilled. You know, I, I wasn't fulfilled at all. So, after being there, I left that job, and I started uh, doing commercial water well drilling with my dad uh, in the company that he was working for. I was traveling all over the country uh and I- mainly in michigan and indiana i say country but mainly in michigan and indiana traveling country was coming next Traveling all over the the state of michigan and indiana um drilling water wells i was cleaning wells and breaking down commercial municipality uh um water facilities like down and we'd rebuild them uh it was the dirtiest job i have ever had man and that job right there other than all the farm work i've done cutting wood and hunting and fishing and all the work around the house uh and the farming and stuff that my dad maybe me do and, and you know i was born that way but uh that job really teaches you a lot about hard work man uh, that was a very physical physical demanding with all uh thick steel you know big four four six eight ten twenty inch sticks of steel that you had to do with chain tongs and cold weather you know in in michigan where it's freezing outside and uh you're freezing you're wearing carhartt bibs and these water pumps blow apart and you get water everywhere then you freeze and like it was it was the most miserable job i have ever done because i was broke i was making eighteen dollars an hour and living in Pleasant Lake at the time on a lake house with my buddy, and uh, traveling all over. Well, they would give us per diem to go out on the roads, and I, 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 like I spent all my me being young. I was in oh shit. I was you know eighteen at the time. And I was given, you know, I spent all my money in rent and whatever else, drinking and alcohol and and partying and, you know, spent all my money on that stuff. And I would never... uh be able to afford going on per diem so the guys at the work would pay for my stuff and they would get reimbursed it it was like this long process and i i never thought i could get ahead like i it just i felt like i could never get ahead in life on money you know i was only i could have only so many hours in the day i wanted to go do things i was young and i want to be at this work grinding rusty water pipe and power washing it and oh man and doing all this stuff right it taught me a lot of, about engineering and mechanics and uh, a lot of that good stuff but I left that job after almost two years and I went and I found a guy named Jason Allen um, who I found man how did I find Jason I think I found him at the hunting show the hunting and fishing expo and I was like, Hey, I love to, I love your show, man. I watch it. Uh, I'd love to work with you. I'd be an intern or, you know, um, you know, work for a TV show. I said, I'd love my whole life. i wanted to be in the outdoor industry, you know, and, and make money and provide for, you know, my family and, and kind of just be involved. Like it's what I love to do. Well, he was very upfront. He said, Hey man, this is a low income job. It's uh we're not gonna have to pay you a lot of money and you know, if you want to intern or whatever, we might be able to find some way somewhere down the road to make you some money. And I said, okay, cool. And at that point in time, I didn't have a job, so I was trying to get at anything I could, figuring I was going to make money. Because me being an entrepreneur as I am, by like be a thoroughbred entrepreneur, I'll find a way. if there's a will, there's a way. Like any time to make money within ethics, right? And I worked for Jason. Worked there for, um, you know, about a year, a little over a year. I did. Uh, you know, I was like cold calling people trying to get sponsors for the TV show. And uh I did get one sponsorship, got us a product sponsor, uh, which really wasn't anything. They sent us a bunch of turkey calls early. Ernie Kell if you're listening to this, uh you're a great man. I do appreciate that. And you know, it was that we were looking for cash, you know, Jason was looking for cash and um and and I you know, I was just really starting to get in the midst of my sales you know, like really understanding how you can make serious amounts of money. And at that point in time, I didn't make any, you know, I had one good commission. Oh, I did sell another one. I sold Big Chuck's pizza, Big Chuck's pizzeria, um, on a sponsorship as well. And then I got the, um, um, the drag the what was it it was like a it was like a tool to to pull white tail deer behind, with your hands like it cuffed them like handcuffs almost with their hands so you could wrap them around you can pull them properly and it wouldn't be, you know they wouldn't be flopping all over the place after you've killed one so it was a cool really cool tool and I found them at one of the shows and my, my natural thing is just to talk with people I'm a communicator I love sales if you got a good product good company and I stand for it man I just wanted to you know i wanted to work with people and i wanted to you know i wanted to make commissions and i wanted to you know be exposed and i wanted to be popular and people to know me and i wanted to help people out that was the biggest thing like i wanted to be known by these companies so i could enjoy the the fruits of knowing them and and hang out with them and get their knowledge and if i could help them in any way with my sales abilities and skills that you know that's that's what i was going to do so I went over the hunting show, I was making $20 a day at that time, uh, plus commission on sales, and uh, I was traveling the country, met some great, great people along the way, and I got to a certain point where all the people that we would go out with, they always had the money, like we'd go on these sponsored hunts, and it'd be you know the, the TV show I was working for at the time. Uh, th- we would go on hunts with all the sponsors at least once a year for one hunt you know that was accumulative of some of our sponsors how we kept rapport and business with them and you know it's, it's part of the industry so that was really cool and I always come to find out that those guys whoever had the money had the power you know they really really did it doesn't change your moral ethics or it doesn't change who you are as a person but when they, when you have money, it definitely gives you uh, a position of of power at some point, and it gives you a p- position of um, of options, you know, freedom. And every time I would meet someone that had money and options, and they had things that I didn't have, I was like, man, how do I, how do I do that? Like, I want to be great. You know, I know I'm great. I know there's that can make a difference. I know I can make a lot of money, provide for my family. Like I wanna financially retire these people. You know, it's this big whole ordeal. So after about a year working with Jason, uh he actually I got kicked out of his house. I was at a point where I was driving to this little white Ford Ranger and I was staying at his house because it was an hour drive from my dad's house to his house and I had two dogs or I have two dogs still. Uh they've been with me for seven years now. So I had my two labs with me at Jason's house and he's got a dog and he didn't want him at the house. And for whatever reason, I don't really know, but he didn't want him there. And, uh, that they came home a day early and the dogs were there and i figured i would just take them home the next day and everything would be good well they got home and i was like hey guys good to see you blah 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 and i went right in like this spare room that i was staying in and uh the dogs were in there and had them inside and all of a sudden the dog gets down shakes and the collar and he hears me and he calls me out you know he says hey the dog's in there i said yeah he says all right get out well I got out, I left, I grabbed my stuff, the dogs, my dogs jumped out the window, that's how nervous I was, (laughs) I I opened the window and they jumped out, it was like, you know, two feet down or whatever, three feet down into the, it was on the first floor, and I went outside and packed my stuff, my bag, and walked out, and uh, got my ranger, which I had no money, I had no gas, I had two dogs and a bag of clothes and I took off and my gas tank was on E (laughs) and I ran out of gas getting to Okemos from Stockbridge going to Lansing, Michigan and I ran out of gas. Uh, I had to have my uncle come and give me some money for gas and filled me up and man that was the most joyous thing because then again money had the power and money had it and I'm like this is so interesting at that point in time when that happened i actually i was I was super super pissed off uh that i got kicked out i didn't have any money i was pissed at myself mainly not even because of that fact but i was mad at myself because i was not in a position to do whatever i wanted however i wanted it and i had to rely on others to make those decisions and that's why i got put in that place so i left that uh i got talked into go to heating and air conditioning because my sister's husband was in it you know and uh at that point in time that was all the money he was like the highest income earner in our family at that time making you know 130 grand a year or 160 or it depends on the, you know 130 grand per se gross per year you know and I was like, wow, if he's make that he's more than anybody else in my family. He's six figures, you know, hundred and thirty grand, that's more than anybody else. You know, I looked at what he had and he's married my sister and like all this stuff, right? So I was like, All right, well I'll get into that, I'll make some money. I'm good at sales. So I, I started working for a small hometown heating and air conditioning company worked there for a while, moved to another company, um, sold myself into a new position out there, did sales and service for them. And then I was unhappy, like I was still unhappy. And I, I couldn't figure it out. I had a girlfriend at the time. I couldn't figure it out. I was happy with, uh, you know, I was unhappy with my position in life still. So I was unhappy with my girlfriend. I was unhappy with my job, my position. I had two roommates in this one house at a time. And I, I like to live by myself. I've always liked my, my own house. And, uh, I just wasn't happy so I started looking like where can I make more money you know I was making twenty twenty two dollars an hour at that time plus uh I think uh eight or ten percent commission on whatever I sold uh you know which was which was pretty good i don't actually i don't think it was i think it was five i think it was five percent because they give me such a big hourly wage uh, they called it a big hourly wage 22 dollars an hour so you know i was making decent money uh for for that at that time and i was starting to climb the ladder in my family and so i wanted more man i wanted to get out of michigan like i've always wanted to travel and see things there's more out there and you know, there just had to be more than in Lansing and Detroit and in southern Michigan, you know. So I uh, I found a guy on Indeed who was a startup company out in uh, Tucson, Arizona. You know, if you guys know the Wildcats, it's a pretty, pretty cool little city. So I went out there and I worked for a guy um, at, a, at a heating and air conditioning company for a year. And in that year it's kind of when my life changed. So I was 20 um let's see let's see i'm 26 now 25 24 i was about 23 24 i think i was 23 been here a year was there a year yeah i think i was 23 turning 24 somewhere in like that let's just say 23 and i was out there and he hired this consultant this guy's name was gene slade jr and gene slade junior uh, shout out to him uh, he taught me a lot of really cool stuff um, and it was the first time that I ever had a really a coach past sports in high school like I played four sports in high school and I always had coaches and they kept me on track they made me you know work better than I you know work hard get to the next level you know etc so after high school I never really found a coach You know, I was kind of just doing everything on my own. So it was amazing to me that when my employer at that time, Jade, his name was JD, he he hired this guy Gene to come on out. And it was so, like, so invigorating and it was so amazing the passion of a script could do for something the marketing scheme or skills not scheme but the systems for marketing uh could put in place for a business and how it could change that the effects of the sales and revenue for that company so at this point in time we had this guy here for four days we had a role play we had to do practical with him we had to write things down uh do affirmations and goals like also he just put the structured process in front of me and said hey if you want to be successful read these books do this system as i say and you will make money and it was impressive so i was like okay this guy drives a hundred thousand dollar bmw well the highest income earner i know is making a hundred thousand dollars a year so i ought to listen to this guy and see what he has to say right so it was me and it was like three other guys at the time it was a buddy of mine and this other co-worker um So like three or four of us plus the owner, real small company. And... I just listened to what he said and how he said it and the theatrics and his tone of his voice and like the whole the whole bit of how he did things the systems he put in place like everything and I was just completely blown away by the results like if you actually listen and you implement something these these marketing uh, processes these sales tactics and everything have been around for ages there's a lot of new stuff don't get me wrong but a lot of the foundation has been around forever. And it taught me so much. And so when I found Gene, I found Grant Cardone a week before that as well. Because I was so unhappy with where I was at in my position in life, I started looking up sales. And so I found, I bought a bundle of books for like, I don't know, 60 bucks. I got like five or six of his books. Uh, I think I got six of his books on on uh, download for for you know the time being i got the 10x rule i got the seller be sold i got if you're not first you're last i got um sell to survive i i just got a bunch of his audio books and then uh closer survival guide was one that really hit the tone for me and Like I listen to all of Grant's books and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This guy makes millions of dollars, you know, and he runs actual, he runs an actual business, you know, I mean, that's, that's incredible. And then Gene comes in and Gene starts coaching me up. And so my eyes open up to, I got to find a good coach to mentor me 24 seven or once a month or once a week or daily. And to keep me pushing to that, to that area that I want to go, you know, to keep pushing me to that next level, because when Gene, he came in to the office, I literally made an additional office system, like, and I'm not getting paid by this by any means, this is a first podcast, like, I don't have any sponsors, you know, right now for this, and I made, I'm gonna say an additional, in the four days he was there, oh man, at least, at least an additional, six or 10 grand for the company while, while he was there, what I was doing. And then once he left, that's when it really blew up for me. And I went up to, uh, a hundred to $180,000 per month, uh, monthly revenue for sales gross for the business, uh, out of my van doing sales and service for this air conditioning company. And it blew up. My income went up, everything went up, I had two vehicles, had a little house and 10 acres, my dogs, life was good. And then I got bored and then I got bored again. And then I got like, man, I'm just sick and tired of driving this van around. And, uh, you know, I just like, I just, I can't deal with a guy telling me I got to be here at this exact time. And I wasn't passionate about it is why I was mad about it. Like I was mad at myself because I wasn't where I wanted to be. I wasn't around the type of people I wanted to be around, you know? And I wanna be around people like Gene, you know, and like and like Grant and like all these people, right? So, I started looking and I went back to Grant Cardell and found his website and found out that he was looking for a sales and marketing guy. Well, I'm literally on the roofs of these houses in Tucson, these multi million dollar homes, and or Tucson or Oro Valley. And I was fixing air conditioners and doing maintenances and all sorts of stuff. And my sales started going down because my attention was fully on something else getting this new job and did the application process. And I flew out to Arizona or excuse me to to Miami from Arizona for uh for the job and i didn't have only money i had left i've spent it all uh, on just bs and and just stupid stuff i didn't know how to manage my money i i spent it all on stuff and i flew out to Miami to get this job i bought two new suits i had paid enough money for airbnb in the ghetto of hollywood florida and I slept on this house full of like six dudes. I shared a room with three guys on this little bed with like uh, a, two box springs, uh, two uh, pallets or skids, and then a mattress, a thin freaking foam roll, and some blankets. And that was my bed for a week. And uh, I ran out of money. I had to call my dad, borrow like $200 from my dad just to have food. And um close the deal on the job. I fly back to Tucson and uh i quit the job at the air conditioning company at the time because i was so unhappy with it i was tired of crawling in uh, attics and crawl spaces and it was extremely hot and oh man the insulation and everything is is hot in arizona so it was just super super unpleasant it was miserable to be honest and i started working for this publication company and what I was doing was making cold calls. This is my first step into cold calls now. And I started cold calling, like, they 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 were we were hand-dialing, though, at that time. We had a list that we would hand-dial and kind of mark out in our CRM and spreadsheets like super old computers, old phones, and these headsets, you know, and they had these certain ways, sell the sizzle, not the steak, and say it like this, and build more value, and you're going to get more editorial, and you're going to get more of this. And I'm like, I just i know how to sell and i just wasn't passionate about it so i did some sales there i was in the top five you know with this place depending on the month if i showed up if i even cared about this i didn't really care about this job like i was just there for a paycheck to get me to miami so i worked there for a couple of months took that money and then flew back out to Miami while I left my dogs in Arizona with this lady, uh, who I met on Craigslist who happened to live in the same apartment complex as, um, my, my friend at that time. I was staying with my buddy. I got out of my house to sell everything because I can come to Miami. And, uh, by the way, shout out to, to Alex. He's a good dude, man, out in Tucson, Arizona. So, um, I left my dogs with this lady. And while I was in Miami, it took me about 90 days to get acclimated with the business, get things rolling, you know, working for Grant, the all-new systems. I was doing a couple hundred, two, three hundred cold calls a day, sitting in a chair and dialers and getting the whole systems down and processes and the speed. And it was crazy. So after about 90 days, I had enough money to have my dogs driven out You know, to me out in out in Miami. So at this time when that was happening, the the apartment complex right literally next to a stone throw away burnt down and so the people who were babysitting my dogs for three months uh had to be evacuated from their home and they're going to a hotel and they're like hey we we really don't have room for the dogs like what should we do like uh, should i take them to the pound or are you you taking them or and i'm like oh my god so i I was like i had enough money at that time i was just waiting you know to get enough money to get them out there and I, i had to scrape everything up i had to get them shipped out to to miami and uh that was one of the happiest days of my life when i did that so um let me backtrack a little bit once i got to miami i didn't have any money like I, I i didn't have any money like i when i my first day of work i was staying with this guy named justin Kuzmandago, this asian guy right and uh he was he was an interesting guy dude he was really interesting uh so I stayed with him for a couple of days. I didn't have any money. I made a deal with him saying, hey, once I get my first check from Grant, I'll start paying rent for you and this and that. So we were staying in North Beach, Miami, and it was a one-bedroom apartment. The air conditioner was broke. There was three guys living in the place. <laughs> like, imagine how that smelled. Beer bottles everywhere. The floors were gross. The fridge had mold in it. Like, sp- like dry spaghetti noodles everywhere. There was dishes and mold in the bat. Like, it was the most disgusting house I've ever been in um i mean i don't know how that dude lived there and didn't get sick but the carpets were stained and there was like cl- it was just it was it was fucking gross and yes am sorry i do swear occasionally but man was it gross and so after 30 days of living at his spot i was so sick of it i felt like every time i'd get out of the shower uh, I couldn't even like set my clothes in the ground or set them there because it was going to get dirty and I had to go to work and look, you know, look professional. So it was like trying to be a man, a bubble man, trying to get out of his apartment place and not be dirty. So after 30 days, thank the Lord, my taxes hit my account of like $3,200 and I took that money and I went and got an apartment complex, uh, one bedroom apartment right next to work. Um where i'm currently living right now and my lease is up in a couple of days which is crazy um so i'm gonna be heading back to michigan for a few months but uh, let me let me finish that story but so i finally get enough money to get my own place i come in and i get this own place and i don't have any money for anything like i had a few dollars left for ramen noodles tuna fish uh yeah, that's it. Like that is it. And maybe a jar of peanut butter. And I was I slept on the floor. I had a bag of clothes. I slept on the floor for about thirty days till I got my next check. And I went and bought an air mattress. I had to pay my rent, which was twenty three because it was late. It was they were charging me eighteen hundred or nineteen hundred for rent and it was late, so my check was only three thousand, so I only had a few six hundred dollars or whatever, uh, to do with or five hundred bucks to do with until the next thirty days, so I'm broke again. And so after the ninety days, I finally had a big month where I hit my first uh, check of like uh, five thousand dollars. Was fifty six hundred was the next one, and then after that, I hit a first check of like ten or twelve. And then the fourth or fifth month, I think I finally hit like a twenty twenty thousand dollar check. Um, gross. You know, and I was like, holy shit, like, I was making all these cold calls, I was selling digital sales training, and I finally made $20,000 in a month, and that was the first time I thought, I like, I thought I made it, you know, like, I, I literally was like, oh my God, I've made more money in one month than I made anywhere else in my life, in my family, like, I was blown away and at the time i was seeing this girl who i met on the plane which is pretty good interesting i met on the plane uh from miami back to arizona she was in arizona i was trying to get her to move out there it did not work <laughs> and uh i i told her i made my first time i made 20 grand and i was like i'm like like i was telling her the the story about it and she just like threw it in my face and she was like you know what you don't have to uh you know uh boast about your money and and this and that she's like i know a lot of rich people who who make a lot of money and they don't ever boast about it and she's like it's not a good thing to do and you got like she went on about it. like she this chick like lit me up about it and i was like i was kind of heartbroken about it at that time like she was the girl i thought that i was like wanted to be with um Super attractive girl, but I don't know if she was going through something at her point in time of life where she didn't have it. She was mad at me, or she really thought that I was like boasting about it. Like I finally hit an accomplishment from being, you know, middle class and coming up in a middle class family to being able to make twenty grand a month. You know, consecutively, I made it the next month too. I made like eighteen the next month. Like I was being able to make you know over fifteen grand a month on average, plus after that, and um. Uh, and she threw it in my face and that's, that's, we kind of broke it off at that point in time. Like we would talk here and there, but I I didn't call her to, to boast. I called it, it was like this huge accomplishment of mine. You know, I've never made that amount of money. I was super happy. Like I wanted to fly her out, have a good time, you know, like all this stuff. Like I can help my family now. Like I can pay all my old bills off and like I could do, you can, you have so many more options, you know? So it was, it was nuts, but, um, it was uh it was definitely something that was pretty interesting that I went from that magnitude to you know working making that and she threw it in my face so that that was just super interesting but uh, it, after that you know working for grant it was it was super interesting you know working for them, seeing their processes and everything and after I worked there for a year. Um, I just got to a certain point where I was so fed up with sitting in a cubicle all day long, you know, just literally locked in a chair, standing up or walking around and making all these cold calls. And I just, I just got really bored with it. I wasn't passionate about it anymore. And, uh, I started looking at other avenues to, to do my own like social media or if it's, you know, training people, you know, or or what the deal is like trying to create a second revenue. So I started this little company, um, and it was converting websites over to mobile desktop websites. And basically that failed, that failed in like three months or four months. Like I didn't have enough time to pay attention to it and after that i went back you know i was still working for grant and my full attention like it's super tough working 70 hours at grant's office and then after that you're going to work on your own stuff you know and trying to have uh you know it's really tough working 100 hours a week you know you give it all you got you got to sleep sometimes so um it, it was nuts so that failed i kept going and pushing and shoving and looking and then one day um, I've been. I follow a lot of guys, you know, mentors. I used to. I used to follow a lot of them, like Ryan Stuiman and Ty Lopez and Russell Brunson and Tony Robbins and Grant, you know, and Frank Kern and a lot of these guys. And I've you know met a lot more since I've been you know since I I, I quit working for Grant. But got to a certain point to where one day I was just I was so fed up with with the the back and forth and the BS of. Uh, of what it was happening in that office, uh, the politics. And I just, it it wasn't, I don't think the office, really. I think it was my mental attitude towards what I really wanted. And I was like, man, like, I've always been such an entrepreneur. I just get so choked out working for somebody that I just, like, man, there's their processes are in place. Like, there needs to be more fun. Like, it's, you know, like, I want to run my own deal. I want to create an old group of people. I wasn't super interested in sales training anymore and people telling me to, you know to the, the fuck off every time but when they did i knew it was that much closer to a uh a, a deal you know just one step closer but you just get to a certain point to where i wanted to create a system that i would thoroughly enjoy and be proud of and i could keep more of the money so i uh i resigned from grant cardone's office and i started up true precision marketing And what I started doing was I was running social media for businesses. Like my first uh, deal was a loan officer running Facebook ads and social media for him. Um and then I got into uh doctors and chiropractors and I've been working with those guys a lot lately. Um I'm also building out a course right now as well. And then uh we're starting up a new uh supplement line called Gold Supplements. Uh starting a nutrition company with those proteins and pre workout and um, you know, stuff like that and vitamins and things along those lines. So um there's a lot in the mix right now with that. So uh, between the two businesses that I'm I'm operating. I'm I got one that's operating, you know, that's doing well. I'm just a solopreneur right now, you know, and I'm operating one business so I'm looking to hire uh some more people now and scale out the marketing business and then so I can have my full attention on this and scaling out our new product line for uh nutrition. So it's been interesting. So once I left Grant, uh, man, it's been full till 16, 18 hours a day, just literally uh, learning marketing and sales as much as possible, consuming content, learning and training and doing. Doing is a big thing, and I'm still making cold calls to this day, uh, but not the accelerated rate like I was before. Um, when you have a little bit of an inbound lead system, it change, uh, changes some things, so um you know, it's, it's, it's just different. So we're, uh, we're heading up to Michigan now for uh, a little bit of play and a little bit of uh, regrouping to put everything uh, in play for the business. You know, save on some overhead for a couple of months. Uh, save that capital up so I can push right back in the business. So we're moving up to Michigan um, for a little bit and for a few months and then we're going to come back down once we find a really nice house here in south florida so because my business is all is is down here so we're uh gonna spend the summer up there and then we'll be back man so just wanted to hop on uh do a quick shout out tell everybody what's going on and uh yeah look out man we'll we'll, we're coming out with a new course uh for youtube and facebook ads and instagram and how to build your brand and your business and your social following so got a cool little system coming up for a course on that real soon so if you guys see it check it out man if not hit subscribe but uh thanks for hopping on we'll talk to you soon